Hello, welcome to A Heart to Heart. I'm Sammy E. And I'm Meg. Join us as we talk through identity, character, and principles. Let's make it happen. Yeah, girl. Hi, Samantha. Hey, Megan. How you doing? I'm doing well. I am. This is season two. We are here. <laughs> That's so exciting. I love so much, like, the fact that we have listeners even i mean we'd have these conversations regardless but the fact that we have people coming along with us yeah. so cool yeah so cool um so where are we going this season well we discussed how to how to move forward from faith hope and love and character i yeah. know i i grew a lot mm -hmm. when we were speaking about hope and how character brings hope and mm -hmm. so character um, identity and principles. So we'll mm. do identity, character, and principles in this series. So super cool. Yeah. Identity is like my jam. I yeah. love talking about identity. Yeah. So this is awesome. Um, so do you want to just jump in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Um, so we were talking, um, you know, in planning about this, let's, let's chat through just an introduction to identity. So let's do it. Um, so what is identity first? Should mm -hmm. we just define that? I know we didn't plan to, but we can pull that up and, and define it. Sure. So whenever, you know, we, we wrote out the thoughts of like, how do we move forward in identity? Really, the first thought that comes to mind is what is the process like to finding our identity? Oh, yeah. Because we don't know that automatically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not something that we just recognize. I am in the process of finding identity. Yeah. Um, so really, for, for this moment, I think that process of what it's like for somebody to find their identity and what, how to do it is where we want to go. Yeah, for sure. So um, identity is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. Mm. So um, we all, like you were saying, I think about like not thinking about what I think about. How often <laughs> does that happen, yeah, you know? Yeah. And like we walk through life and we have all these sources of identity, you know, even re regardless of if we're aware or not of them or conscious of Most them Most likely not. not. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like we get, like, we start with family, right? Or, you know, whatever that family looks like to you, um, whatever those relationships, whether they were supportive or not supportive through your life, like that really informs how you see yourself. Yeah. Um, not only that for family, hmm. the status of a family, you mm -hmm. know, do you have a lot of finances? Do you not, mm -hmm. um, are you seen as, you know, all put together or mm -hmm. like, is that like, there's a lot that comes with our identity just based on what our environment was like in our family. Yeah. And even like culture, like the, the greater community at large, like where, um, like what nationality you are or ethnicity or um, even just like, you know, family culture and um, whether you're crunchy or you're, you know, like give me all the chemicals kind of people, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's totally like none of these things informing our identity are like inherently bad in and of themselves because honestly, like the way I see it, we're given these cultures and family by God as a way to relate to one another and respect one mm -hmm. another. Like I can come to you and I can say, you know, you know, my family dynamic was either similar to yours or different than yours. And we can like learn from each other, yep. you know, mm -hmm. and grow together 
in our common ground as, you know, Christ followers. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I love that I can look back at my family and I can, I can be more grateful that I, like over time, I think we just, as we age, we become, we have the opportunity to become more aware of the blessing that we, that the family identity is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, are we hard workers? Mm -hmm. You know, are we people who finish jobs? Are we people who are creative? Are we people who are servants? Mm -hmm. Are we people who just aim to light, to love, like all those things, we start seeing that in our parents. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't see it when we're kids as well. <laughs> yeah. But the more that we age, it's like, wow. Yeah. I get my identity from that person right there. And it is such a, a blessing yeah. to know that they've walked before me and I can be like that. That's the kind of person that I am. That's my identity. That made me think of actually any time that, you know, when I was getting into teenage years and obviously when you're a teenager, you get your driver's license, you go places without your parents. Mm -hmm. My parents would always remind me like, first, you are a Christian. Remember that and what that means. And second, you are what my maiden name was at the time, Perkins. You mm -hmm. are a Perkins. That's who you are. Right. And remember that as you go out and do your thing, right. you know, it's, it's a gift. It is. Um, so anyway, um, sources of identity, speaking of that, um, we also talked about um, thinking about what we do. And this is something that was a darker side for me for a while, <laughs> um, mainly because like I found my identity, like I tied who I was to what I do. Mm -hmm. So like I, my ability to sing was tied to me as a person. So, um, you know, whether that's a, for performance, for worship, whatever, like I am a singer, I am a hard worker, which none of those things are inherently bad. But at the same time, like if I find my worth in those things, mm -hmm. that can be where I'm tripped up, you know? Well, I, I think there's a training, mm. uh, like that's what we're talking about. There's a process to finding identity, but there's a training that we go through and I watch my kids do it, you know, like they start working on something, they become competent in it, and then they realize they're capable of more, mm. but that I think the flesh automatically will jump in and be like, yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> I am such and such, like, this you know, I am. Yes. <laughs> I am a gymnast, I can do a flip, you mm -hmm. know, like there's, you work so hard to become capable and believe in ourselves and once we do, we can then find our identity there. But it's just that process of realizing that it's, you know, love is the reason that I do things and mm -hmm. honor and value is a thing, the reason, but that's not the initial motive. Mm -hmm. And as humans, I think we just have to go through that process. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And especially like breaking down like what I do versus where, why I'm valuable, you know, mm -hmm. and separating those because, yeah. you know all of that could disappear in a blink of an eye and who are you? You're a child of God, period. Mm -hmm. You know, that's who you are, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so we find sources of identity in what we do, what we put our hands to. Um, another thing is expectations, right? right? Like from ourselves and from other people. Um, I know like we talked about family and the expectations of family, what that's on, you know? Yeah. And as you go out in the workforce, expectations of coworkers or authorities or, you know, anything like that. Um, so how does that look for you, like, in your life? What have How have expectations informed your identity? Mm. Uh, I think performance 
was very much a part of what we did. But I, again, the expectation may have just been work hard, give your best, mm -hmm. but flesh translated mm -hmm. <laughs> their efforts probably for me to have character or whatever. And my flesh came in and said, I'm a runner, wow, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I am this, I am that. And so you only know it when you do lose it. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I have to give up this part of who I am. There's such a grieving process. Mm -hmm. And I think every time that we let things go, we realize more and more how we, we don't want to keep placing our identity there. But I could say it's expectations for certain things, but really it probably was, you know, training me up mm -hmm. to do things. And I, I felt... I felt the pressure. Mm -hmm. I felt the weight. But I can't really say that I can place that on them. Sure. <laughs> Looking back, especially as a parent now, because I want my kids so much to know valuable truths. And so I'm I'm pushing them toward it like, hey, we need to go get this job done or you need to take care of responsibilities, but they're going to have to work out their identity in the middle of, okay, I'm excellent at cleaning this kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> well, does that define you? you know, or excellent at soccer. Does that define you? Is that your identity? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow. That's better than I could even think <laughs> about. Like to say that's, that's something that we all kind of have to wrestle and, and do, you know, yeah. and like, that's something that I've been learning too. Like the way that you say, um, you know, flesh comes in and kind of distorts, you know, what you're taught because I see that. And with, I mean, I feel like there's been a reckoning with, with purity culture and different things like that. And like in my life, I know that the people who cared about me enough to tell me that there is a standard for how we conduct ourselves and how we honor our bodies and things like that, like that could be distorted by my flesh into, you know, I find my worth in how pure I am, you know? Like, right. So right. that's, that's, I'm, I'm glad you said that that way. Cause there's freedom in not feeling like you have to blame everybody mm -hmm. for, you know, the things that have tripped you up, you know, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> We're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all of us. Well, I think all of us are. Yeah. All of humanity. <laughs> yeah. We're all together. Yeah. So source of identity, then the last one I think we should mention mm -hmm. is personal growth and development. Yeah. And really that, that is the next step. So we've looked to family, we've looked to experiences, what we're doing, but then comes personal growth and development. And, and like I was saying, the flesh, the flesh is a heavy hitter mm -hmm. because it will so often pull us, turn us, change our motives, <laughs> you know, whatever it wants. And the way that I've learned to understand the flesh is it's it's, it's guide, the guide to our flesh is a lot of the time pain or pleasure. Hmm. And until we're willing to recognize something worth more, until we do that, we are going to continue making the same bad decisions, um, finding ourselves in the wrong things, identifying ourselves incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And so I was just thinking through an example in my life where I have just, I don't know, I'm, I've, I've been a mom, I guess tap this 13. So I've been a mom for 13 years, but married for almost 15. And there's just a lot of growing in that 
and I, 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 it saddens me when I hear people talk negatively of their marriages because there's just so much to be gained yeah. <laughs> through a marriage or, or just through the family. And there's so much that is painful, but it's, it's pain that makes us better people. Yeah. And I am so glad to be who I am now versus who I used to be. So anyway, so one of those things that I've learned through pain and pleasure, um, just personally has been to, to regard margin. Mm -hmm. So I have been, like I said, my, my, I've been a goer, uh, a mover, like just ambitious, mm -hmm. very ambitious. And I like a party. Mm -hmm. And so you combine those things <laughs> and you don't always think of timing. Mm -hmm. You know, I haven't, I hadn't always thought of timing of things or energy, mm -hmm. <laughs> like how much energy is needed for a job. Like I couldn't, I wouldn't allow myself to consider those because I didn't want anything to get in the way of what I wanted to do. Mm. And I, I would walk this out and it would hurt my family. I'd forget to feed them. <laughs> Just saying, who needs lunch? We're all doing fine. <laughs> Let's keep going. The job is at hand. Yeah. <laughs> and my husband, he'd be like, what are we eating? And I'd be like, well, I don't know. Let's just keep going. And then I would, we would all be suffering and attitudes would shift and <laughs> maybe a little hangry in there. Like. A lot of hangry. <laughs> yeah. And so I've had pain and pleasure until I could see that the pleasure of peace and the pleasure of being a respecting the people around me, respecting their energy, respecting their needs, whenever that was more, that was the only time that I was actually willing to change how I handled margin. Mm -hmm. So margin is by definition, it's the edge around things. It's mm -hmm. the, it's the, it's the boundary. It's around things and how much space is on the edge. And so in order to have margin, for example, to get to church, if the service starts at, at five o'clock, we need to be leaving by 4.30. Although it does take 50, like 12 to 15 minutes to get there, mm -hmm. that margin is there, the extra 15 minutes is there because not everybody's always ready on time. Sure. Not everything is all set. And so that that is something that I used to never believe in. Mm -hmm. I got there right on time <laughs> and that was just how I functioned. And so my identity as a person who is just a party, as a person who... Um, just wants to get jobs done. I have had personal growth and development that has shifted me to where I literally am not that same person. Mm -hmm. I am no longer, I mean, I'm sure I mess up some, but my, my trend, my identity is no longer that I am a person who just gets jobs done and doesn't think of others because mm -hmm. there's been enough pleasure in blessing. There's been enough pleasure in loving mm -hmm. that I... I have made that change. And so identity doesn't, I guess my heart is that identity's not set. Mm -hmm. It's not something that we can just feel like, oh, I did this when I was four years old. I'm always that person. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> that's not the case with the Lord. Yeah. So, And in the best moments, um, our, our motives and our identity reflects the heart of God, right? So like, um, the heart of God is to, um, you know, honor 
the energy and life of the ones around you, right? Mm -hmm. And the heart of God is to uh, infuse this, our experiences with peace, with his peace and with his joy and with, you know, love, sacrificial love, right? So like when you start mimicking his heart for the people around you, Mm -hmm. then your identity as the person who keeps their nose to the grindstone, which Mm -hmm. I can identify with that, like, it releases you yeah. from that bond, you know? Yes. It's great. It is. It is. It's really freeing. Um, so it's it's funny that we're talking about heart and, like, different things. And I know, like, the, the heart and, like, being aware of where your heart is moving is something that's really near and dear to you. It is. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that I've struggled with because um, for one reason or another – something that I received when I was growing up, maybe in the flesh, mm-hmm. possibly, um, is that if I listen to my heart, I'm going to be just moved by whatever my whims are at the time, mm-hmm. you know? And like the heart, I reference, what is that scripture? The heart is... Deceitful. Yeah. Deceitfully wicked, who can know it, that kind of thing. Um, I haven't done an in-context study of that verse But that was the one that was quoted by saying, don't listen to your heart. That was your perspective of it. Right, exactly. So listening to you talk about that and like us kind of planning this out and thinking about it, um, along with a few other sources, has kind of softened me to um, being aware of God's work in our hearts, you know? Um, what was that? You you came up with a... You brought us a verse from Proverbs, right? Mm-hmm. Which one was that? Proverbs 4, verse 23. Yeah. It says, guard your heart, for out of it flows all the issues of life. Yeah. So we have to recognize that, that the heart is some... The heart is where the issues of life are coming from. Mm-hmm. And obviously the identity of who we are is directly attached then to what's actually in our heart. The beliefs, right. the big beliefs... Um, the ones that direct us, direct mm-hmm. our steps, they're all found in our heart. Mm-hmm. So definitely attached to our identity. Yeah, I think about Proverbs um, 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. Lean not into your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Like, there, it's not that your heart cannot be moved by the Spirit. It's that you have to surrender it to Him. Yep. You know, and be open to that. Mm-hmm. And be... And be willing to sacrifice and maybe get it wrong, you mm-hmm. know, and learn and grow from that, you know? Yeah. Um, so thinking about like personal growth and development, this is a huge step for me because I feel like I'm opening myself up to more of what the Spirit's leading, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about um, Ephesians 4, um, verse 14, to kind of solidify this thought, you know? Um, it's... Let me make sure I've got this up right. Yes. So that we are no longer children, spiritually immature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, doctrine (laughs) by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit, but speaking the truth and love in all things, both our speech and our lives expressing its truth. Let us grow in all things into him, following his example, who is the head Christ. So like... I have a choice. There's always a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a choice to surrender your heart motives 
to the spirit Mm -hmm. or to hold it tight to you and do what feels good, you know? Right. Um, Which, in the end, when you do surrender it to Christ, man, that feels really good, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, that's something that's kind of been roving around inside of me a little bit lately. Yeah. Um, And I feel like there's a lot of growth to be had. (laughs) in my life you know but that process then of okay we have our sources of identity Mm -hmm. right we're looking to those around us we're looking to our environment and then starts personal growth and development Mm -hmm. and we're saying hey we're gonna we're going to be aware that there are things that in our identity that are that could be harmful Mm -hmm. and we don't know it yeah but as we release those because of love or because of truth mm-hmm. or both mm-hmm. <laughs> once that happens our identity can shift and the aim being that we are established in Christ absolutely that's the key that's i mean that's what the end of that Ephesians 4:15 says mm-hmm. um, let us grow up in all things to him following his example who is the head Christ right um yeah it's interesting cuz we all want it to be like a we got it. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, I've decided that I am no longer going to get overwhelmed when I'm cleaning my house for someone to come over. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a, you know, specific personal example or anything. Just generally, <laughs> like. <laughs> I'll claim it. <laughs> okay, I'll claim it too. <laughs> but like the, the feeling of, you know, I'm working on something. I resent uh, other parties that might not be working toward the same goal. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And man. Like, if I want Christ to step into that and calm my heart and center me on you are attempting hospitality, mm-hmm. maybe be hospitable to those under your roof as well. You know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I want that to be surrendered to Christ, it's not going to be a situation where I get it. And then the next time it comes up, I'm never going to deal with that struggle again. You right. know, um, I feel like when establishing our identity, we have to remind ourselves over and over and over again, I am a hospitable person to people outside and inside my home. Mm-hmm. It's like you're proving it. Yes. You're and proving it like yeah. by your faith is being proven mm-hmm. by experiential knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, wow, I'm really not as stressed this time. Mm-hmm. I only got a little bit of a belly issue. Am I like, you know, or like my <laughs> yes. head's only buzzing a little bit right now. Yeah. Just continuing to prove it to yourself. Yeah. And like some people might need the fact that I am free in Christ, period. Mm-hmm. Like I am free in Christ. Look up scriptures, quote them to yourself. It may take years for you to claim and understand and accept that freedom. But man, establish it. Mm-hmm. Make it a practice, you right. know. Um, like I am a blessing. I have integrity. I'm loved for who I am and not what I do. Like in each of these things, by repeating them, we say yes and amen, which is it is so Mm -hmm. in each of those situations. And we repeat it as long as we need it, you know? Um, Because, man, it's important because it leads us to just unlocking all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think that your heart, when you say that, is that you're treasuring. Mm Mm-hmm. You are treasuring that you are, th- that heart condition really does matter. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, it's, it's saying something, but having it treasured in your heart of, mm-hmm. you know, I am a blessing, but it's, it's something that you're like, wow, God, 
that's what you gave your life for on the cross so that I could be that blessing. Yeah. You said you made me in your image. I am a blessing. Yeah. I am a, a giver. I I give love. I give hope. I give this the the fruit of the spirit. Like mm-hmm. that's who I am. That mm-hmm. is my identity. And the more like you're saying that we we walk in that, we speak it, we treasure it. Man, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's one of those things like too like I I feel like I established in my life, you know, I am a woman of integrity. And that was something that I really repeated over and over to myself about like six years ago or so. And yeah, I feel like I'm reaping the benefits of it, but I'm also getting tested in, you know, other ways where I can step into that integrity, you know, like I can even be like, I can be sensitive to where the spirit's leading me to have even more integrity, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's cool. It's really cool. So, um, let's wrap this up. What do, what do you, what do you want to leave a thought for, for these people for? Well, I, identity is, I mean, it's such a, a core aspect of who we are. And I just, I look forward to just really getting grounded and knowing what our identity is, how to, how to find it, which I think we established today Mm -hmm. and how we apply and walk this out following the Lord. Yeah. Let's do it. Amen. So Megan, yes, I hear you've been enjoying some time with your husband. Tell me yes. about it. Yeah, so we um, we've we've kind of always enjoyed birds. We like feeding birds at like zoos and doing like budgie feedings where you know you have the stick with the glue and the seeds and the, oh. the birds land on you and they eat from it. Um, so anyway, we've also been watching nature documentaries and all this stuff, and it's kind of led us to this pinnacle of you know just old people living. <laughs> bird watching we love bird watching um so we found this app called merlin bird id oh and basically you can identify the bird by photo by sound um by uh you can even just type in like you you show them your location like where you are and like what colors they are the bird is that you're looking at and like what size it is and where it is like in your habitat like if it's in a tree or whatever and it usually comes up with the one the one yeah what's that bird do you hear that bird it sounds like a (laughs) golden retriever bird (laughs) i don't know if you guys can hear that but samantha's puppy or dog had puppies yeah i got to hold one today and yay puppies sound like a little bird But no, we got binoculars and we've been going to um, one of our local parks in the mornings and we've seen like just all kinds of what different What was birds. the name of the app? Uh, Merlin Bird ID. All right. And like sometimes we don't see birds, but we can hear them. And so like we'll hold that the sound so up cool. and it just identifies them straight up. Thank and it's you. super fun. Thank you for sharing. Let's do it. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation just as much as we did. Subscribe, share, and we'll see you next week.